Hey, 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 everybody. In this episode, I want to talk to you about content creation and how it can be stress-free. Content creation is something that you have to do to run an online business successfully. It's how we attract our target market to come to us, understand us, build a relationship with us, incorporate the trust factor and the know and like factor as well into our businesses. And it's really how we position ourselves as an expert. That's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of pressure there. So if your content really sucks, it's going to be hard to get clients for your business, which could create a layer of stress. How do I create great content? How do I do it consistently? And how do I do it stress-free? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa Podcast. And now, your host, Melissa Jakubovic. I love this idea of stress free content creation. Content should actually be a very exciting part of your business. It's basically sharing your knowledge of everything that you know. So if you're a coach or a healer and you say, oh, I hate marketing, or oh, I hate doing my email list, or oh, I hate finding clients, really all I want to do is teach my people. I just want to heal. I just want to coach. I just want to teach. That's it. That's content creation. Content creation is teaching. It's showing people what you know. It's explaining what's in your head in a way that those people understand it in their head. So you want to be able to communicate what you do, why it's important, how it helps other people in a way that they need to hear it. So content creation, I want you to have this mindset shift of, oh, that's something I have to go do and I hate marketing, into, wow, I love creating content because I get to share my knowledge with the world. So once you've shifted your mindset to be excited about content creation, there still are a few things that can cause stress in the creation process. For example, I don't even know what to post. I don't know what to talk about. I don't know how to create content that people like. There are lots of podcast episodes I've done about content creation, and you can grab my complete content strategy toolkit from my website. You can go to melissmarketing.com shop and check out all of the things that I have about content. But for this episode, I want to talk specifically on how to make this less stress. So stress-free content creation. The first thing is that you need to come up with a system that works for you. Again, you can grab my system in that toolkit, but if you have a system that works for you, that's great. Come up with a system that keeps you consistent. You know what you're going to post, when, what it's about. Maybe there's a theme, you know which day, you know where you're posting. You need a system. Systems make things less stressful because all you got to do is follow the system. Now, it might take some effort and energy on your part to create this system, but once it's created, it's done. You don't have to worry about it again. So come up with a system that works for you and stick to it. You have to be able to use it consistently. That's what I mean by stick to it. Don't come up with this great strategy, this great system for content creation and then go, oh, I made the system. Okay, well, yeah, I have this system. All right, let's actually use it. Let's actually show up every day and use the system. That's going to help you stay consistent and then people are going to see you and they're going to see you standing out because you keep showing up. That also builds trust. When you keep showing up, that builds a lot of trust. So come up with a system, use it consistently. Now, once you've used this system consistently over time, you're going to have a lot of content in there. 
that you've used that's done well. You might want to even keep track on how well it has done. Did this do well? Did it get a lot of engagement? Or did I hear crickets? What time of day did I post it? Where did I post it? Things of that nature. So you have some data on your posts. And then you can replenish your content system on a monthly basis. So instead of having to think about what am I going to post this week or what am I going to post today, you can spend one day a month, replenish the system, and have an entire month's worth of content ready to go so that during the month, you can focus on your clients, your students, your followers, your audience, or whoever, and you don't need to focus on oh crap, what am I going to write? I don't know what to write. I know I need to put content out there and I can't. So replenish your content system on a monthly basis. And I would even say go a step further and put that on your calendar once a month. What day are you going to replenish your content system? So it's already scheduled. It's on your, your calendar and you just need to show up for that appointment. You need to show up for yourself. So maybe it's the last Monday of the month that is your content replenishing day, then put that on the calendar every single month repeating. And now you know not to schedule anything else that day. You're sitting down and you're doing your content. Under the same lines, I want you to batch your content. So that means you are writing content in batches. Maybe you have a theme, maybe like Monday motivation. So sit down one day and write all of your Monday motivations all in one sitting, that's batching. And that's actually going to help you do it more efficiently than writing out a full week's content. You know, what am I posting on Monday? What am I writing on Tuesday? What about Wednesday? What about Thursday? Instead, it's like, let's do all the Mondays. Then let's go back and do all the Tuesdays. When you batch it, you're going to be more efficient, kind of like an assembly line where you're only focusing on that one thing. You're putting tomatoes on the sandwich and that is your only task. Someone else is putting the lettuce on the sandwich. Someone else is ringing someone up. There's an assembly line there. So think of batching in that way. Today, my task is to write all the Monday motivations and that's what you're going to do. It's going to help you be more efficient and you're going to get in the flow much quicker because you're already in the flow, so you have inspiration to write the next one, the next one, and the next one. This is a great way to divide up your content replenishing time because if you sit down and you're overwhelmed, I have to write a whole month's worth of content, what am I going to do? You could say maybe on this Monday, I'm going to write all the Mondays. On this Tuesday, I'm going to write all the Tuesdays for the next month. On this Wednesday, I'm going to write all the Wednesdays. So you can actually break up your batching by the batch that you're doing. Maybe you're doing all your podcast episodes in one day or you're writing all of your blogs in one day. Introducing the Spiritual Entrepreneur's Affirmation Deck. This is for you when you are ready to step into your full presence and power in business and life. This deck is beautifully crafted and designed to keep your daily actions in alignment with your purpose. Help heal the world and use your gifts to their fullest potential to make a big impact in other people's lives while making a living doing it. Get your Spiritual Entrepreneur's Affirmation Deck right now exclusively at melissmarketing.com shop. I want you to also remember that you are not a content machine. This means that you can reuse content that you have already done. In fact, I encourage you to, this is how you stand out as an expert because you are constantly repeating the same things again and again from different angles. It means that everyone who follows you is going to know that you stand for these things. You might sound like a broken record because you teach all this all the time and you know it very well and it might seem so basic, but for everyone else, they're taking that information in and they're grateful for it. You give it to them again a different way, they're taking that information in and maybe something clicks and they're grateful for it. Then you 
give them the information a different way and they take that in and they go, wow, now I really understand. It's like watching a movie, your favorite movie. The first time you watched it, it was great. It left you feeling good. You went back, you watched it the second time and now you picked up on a few little lines that you missed that make a massive difference and you get so excited about it. So you go back and you watch your favorite movie a couple of weeks later the third time and now you see how the plot twisted and you didn't notice this thing in the back corner on the shelf that makes a whole world of difference. You're picking up all the little things that you missed and that's what your audience is doing with your content. So don't feel like a broken record. Instead, keep reusing what you've already done. And with that thought, I want to talk to you about a content anchor. Content anchors are big types of content that you can pull little pieces of content from. So a content anchor would be a blog or a live video or a presentation that you've done or a podcast. Those are the top four content anchors. Blogs, where you're writing long form blogs on your website, like maybe once a week. Live videos, maybe you're going live in your Facebook group or your personal page on Facebook, maybe on Instagram, where you're teaching, you're going live about a topic with a few little bullet points. A presentation, this is where you're doing a full-blown presentation, whether it's for a telesummit or maybe you have a slide deck or maybe it's a webinar, but a big video presentation. And then podcasts like this podcast where I give lots of information away in each episode. And I do it weekly. Actually, we have two podcast episodes every single week for the last several years. So those are content anchors. They are big pieces of content-heavy information that you can then pull from to fuel the rest of your content. So I want you to pull from the anchored content to fuel the rest of your content across all of your platforms. So for example, this podcast episode is called Stress-Free Content Creation. I can take any one of the bullet points that I just covered with you out and turn it into a little reel that I dance with on Instagram with a few little pointers in the caption. The pointers could be the same as the show notes from here. So I'm not really recreating much. It's just the same type of content, pulling it out. You can take a blog and maybe you said a really good quote in that blog. You can pull that out and that can be something that you tweet on Twitter. Or you can put a pretty background with it and you can make an Instagram post. Or you can post it in the morning on Facebook and get some engagement on it. So anything that you've done that's an anchored piece of content is full of value. And it takes a lot of time to digest. This podcast episode is over 10 minutes long. Not everybody has 10 minutes. So I might pull out one or two or three pointers and I can post that on my Facebook over the next few days. And now that's turned into three days worth of content. So the anchored posts are content heavy, valuable posts. And you pull out little pieces that you can replenish or not replenish, but you can put out everywhere. And that's going to fuel the rest of your content across all the platforms. So we want to use content as a way to bring people in from one platform to another platform. For example, if I go live in my Facebook group, I might write an email to my list and share a part of that video as like as a little teaser that says, hey, I just went live on my Facebook page. Click here to watch it. And now it takes them from my email to my Facebook page or my Facebook group or maybe my Instagram. Hey, you, you just missed this amazing thing I did on Instagram. I'm going to email it out and people will go from my Instagram and people will go from my email 
to my Instagram. So use content as a way to connect people from one platform to the next, move them to see, oh, look at this thing I did here and this other thing I did here. And that's also why I don't recommend posting the same content at the same time on all platforms because then there's no real reason for someone to follow you on one platform versus the other. You want all of your platforms to be a little bit different, but you're not a content machine and it can be all about the same type of content. You've just pulled it out from each other and dispersed it across. So hopefully this will help make your content creation a little bit more stress-free. Just remember that content is exciting. It's a way for you to teach what you know and for people to absorb information that you want them to gather from everything that you have studied, all of your certifications, all of the experience that you have, and this positions you as an expert. So you've got to get it right. You might as well do it in a way that is stress-free. Okay, I hope this helps, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Oh, wait, before you go, I've got a special invitation for you, so listen up. Join thousands of spiritual women, entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, and business owners in a cozy community to learn effective and aligned strategies to grow and scale your business through organic marketing and so much more. I'm inviting you to join my free community called the Spiritual Women Entrepreneurs to lift one another up in business, spirituality, finances, and emotional support. Visit spiritualwomenentrepreneurs.com. See you on the inside.